0: This is an ACB Community Call, presented by American Council of the Blind.
1: This Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, December 6th, 2022.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back another Tuesday. We have a couple announcements here at the top. Firstly, wanted to remind everyone, uh, make sure that we get everyone's first questions answered. So let's get everyone through with their first uh, questions. If you have a second one and we got through everyone, we can come back around and get you a second time. Secondly, make sure that we respect everyone and give them an opportunity to be able to ask their question in in the same respect that you would want your question and the time that you would want to get your question answered. Also, if you need to get a hold of us, we wanted to let you know our email is unmutepresents at gmail.com and you can send us questions or anything that you might want to uh, ask or suggest any of those things couple of big announcements also here at the top. We're gonna to be making a couple of changes. Uh, the first big change that we're gonna be making is we are going to be adding uh, unmute education series. So we're going to be doing what we do here every other week as normal. And then on the off weeks, we're going to be having more of an education on a certain topic. So the first topic coming starting next week is going to be using and learning how to take photos as a blind or visually impaired person. We're going to be going through all of the different techniques, apps, all of that stuff. We're going to have a special guest speaker who's going to be here helping us out with that. So so if you have suggestions of topics something you would want to learn anything like that then send us an email let us know second big announcement is what we're going to be doing with extra episodes in the podcast feed and Michael you want to talk about that a little bit
1: yeah certainly so we've been hinting at it for a little while now uh if you subscribe to acb community podcast feed you will get the recordings of these calls i've got a system in place so they get over to rick very quickly and he can get them published for everyone which is great but if you are looking for some exclusive content you know you got to sell that exclusivity uh, you can subscribe to the unmute presents on acb community call just search for unmute in your favorite podcast app and you'll find it, it's unmute presents, and you'll see Michael Babcock and Marty Sobo. And uh, this Friday, our first episode, additional episode, will be going out. This content will not be available on ACB Community. So that's why I wanted to help uh, differentiate that. So uh, the first episode that we'll talk about is that Marty and I put together, and I got edited as a 25 minute episode talking about backups. And we also talk about solutions to help you with backup power sources, just saying. Uh, And then on the opposite Fridays, we'll be producing some uh, shorter form content that'll be, again, exclusive to the podcast feed. Uh, The first one that I am publishing, uh, and and I haven't really told Marty this, but I'm publishing it anyways, because it's done, so why not? Uh, Next Friday will be a how to subscribe to podcasts in Overcast, and that's about a four-minute clip. Ultimately, the goal with the podcast is to um, coincide with the content Content that we get asked a lot of questions about and that we are uh, getting feedback on. So if there's something you want content produced on, please don't hesitate to ask. I see Diane's in the audience. Thank you, Diane, for joining us. Because another thing that we'll be publishing in the new year is a lot of the, right now we have 30 of them recorded short form blind shell content uh, on the learning days. And those will just be sporadically mixed in. Uh, that way everyone's not overwhelmed with uh, all of that content content at once and we just want to make it available uh we from my understanding i don't have one so i haven't tested it my understanding is you are able to find the podcast in victor if you are a victor reader user uh, and you can search for unmute present in the blind shell podcast app because i do know that it's in there and it's also in any of your other major podcast solutions so if you have a question today feel free to raise your hand sheila do we have any hands by chance you do, Christy.
0: Hey, Christy, how you doing?
1: Hello, how are you?
0: Good, good, thanks. How are you?
2: <laughs> oh, I'm good, I'm good. My question is, well, it's kind of a, not a question, well, it is, but it isn't. It's, uh, I'm trying to connect my e-reader to my hotspot, you know, my phone. But the problem is, is that it shows that it's, excuse me, it shows that it's, that the connection has been established, but then when I go to do anything with the e-reader on board, it, it won't let me. It says, so you know, no internet connection. And then when I go look at the status, mm-hmm. it shows the signal strength, but it doesn't show any number, like four bars, three bars, whatever. And so I went into my Wi-Fi settings and it said something about that if your iphone it's called iphone that's what it's called because i don't know how to configure you know give it another network name because i don't have a wi-fi router it said you know that that common names can confuse other devices Mm -hmm. Uh, but i don't actually have a wi-fi wi-fi network i'm strictly working off of data And I'm wanting to use my iPhone mobile hotspot to use my NOS reader. So if I lost you there, tell me. (laughs)
1: Nope, you didn't lose me there. I completely understand. I'm gonna have to do a little bit of looking into this because um, I have encountered this with, I have not connected my e-reader to my hotspot on my phone. So I will try that. And Sandy, can you shoot us an email to unmutepresents at gmail.com if you have a chance Um, and we can follow up with you or I can, cause I'm not gonna be able to do it while we're on the call. Um, I have had an issue with the NLS e-reader. I have an exclamation mark in my home Wi Fi. And for some reason it does not like that. And then I connected it to a different Wi-Fi and it it's having issues with downloading updates. So I will try this on my hotspot. One thing I can tell you with the iPhone hotspot that is Problematic in some instances is the fact that if your screen locks or turns off, sometimes that will disconnect other devices that are connected to your hotspot. So you'll want to make sure that that stays on and doesn't lock, if that makes
0: sense.
2: It doesn't auto lock off. I have the off lock off. Who is your
0: uh, provider?
2: Uh, Verizon Wireless.
0: And you know that you have your hotspot on your phone enabled, right? So it's within your package and so you know that it's working right so one thing i would suggest is looking at is making sure that your reader your e-reader that you're trying to connect is actually capable of hooking up to the uh, type of wi-fi that your phone is broadcasting if you have an older e-reader there's a chance it might not be compatible with the higher speed wi-fi
2: well it's the nls e-reader that the one that's um the one that can. Library services, uh, the, you know, from Bard, the one that came from yep. Bard, that's the one.
1: Yep, it's yeah. the humanware e reader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So I am working on connecting mine to my phone right now. So you can stick around, Cindy. And, uh, we, we may have some more information for you. Otherwise, shoot us an email to unmute presents at Gmail, okay?
2: Okay, yeah. It, and it's Christy, by the way.
1: Uh, Christy, I am so sorry.
2: <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'll stick a- around, though. <laughs>
0: Should we do a quick check for Clubhouse, see if we have anything there?
2: Nope, I think that's it for now.
0: Perfect, thanks a lot. Yep. Do we have anything in Clubhouse?
2: There currently is not.
3: Okay, well let's drop to Deborah Armstrong, we'll come back to Mary. Hey Deborah. Hello
4: there. How are Uh, you? You can hear me okay?
0: Yep, we can hear you.
4: Okay, so I have a tip for the NLS e-reader and Wi-Fi with weird punctuation. What you want to do is use the Humanware Companion and it's free. You can download it. If you have a Victor Reader stream, you probably already have Humanware Companion, but you can download it from Humanware. And then you go into the tools menu, you go to NLS configuration and you're prompted for a pass, a, a, a ssid and a password you go ahead and fill those two things in and then what it will do is it will save to a flash drive or a sd card an xml file which is your wi-fi configuration (laughs) and then oh sorry about that this other computer is yakking at us um, and then once uh, you've got that XML file on your uh, SD card or flash drive, you're going to plug that into your e-reader, and then you're going to do import configuration, and it will work. And I also so key, also had so to key say word here
0: is being make sure you have an SD card because that's going to be very pertinent to be able to do this.
4: That is correct, and that's how you get it to take an exclamation point in your Wi-Fi configuration.
1: You are amazing. I'm, One day I have
4: to write the underground guide to the NLSE reader. You will get of stuff a, that has a gold star on before.
0: the refrigerator today. So <laughs> congratulations. <laughs>
4: So happy wi Fine.
1: I'll go back on mute. Thank you very much. Spent we appreciate hours it. trying to figure this out. So thank you. <laughs> hey Mary, right. are you able to unmute? Mary, you might want to make sure that you got the got it button if you haven't yet, and that should allow you the ability to unmute. Especially if you're getting the message that the host has uh, prevented participants from unmuting. Uh, if that doesn't work, then we do encourage you to go ahead and uh, exit Zoom and come on back.
0: Okay, Jane. Hey Jane, how you doing?
4: Hi, I'm uh, good. Um, so, so I just got my new Google Nest. I guess it's the first generation. I don't know yet. Yeah. Thermostat. Shh. All right. Um, and, uh, I, I have no, this, it's like a touch thingy. And I guess you're supposed to use an app to do this, but I have no idea how to. Well, did you
0: get it installed already, or is it still not installed?
4: (laughs) You asking me to install this? I don't know how to install
0: Well, so the thing is with the thermostat, the way the smart thermostat works is you need to remove the current thermostat that's in your house and replace it with the new thermostat that you have, so whatever one you got. And once you have that installed, and then you got to connect it to your Wi-Fi in your house, and then you have to download the app to your phone and once you have the app on your phone and configured then you can use your voiceover if the app is compatible and control the thermostat that way um
4: it's a little complicated because it looks like HVAC and whatever systems. Yeah,
0: I would get someone who knows what they're doing to get it installed.
4: <laughs> but my question is, what app?
0: You has- want the Google Home app,
1: Jane? Oh, I yep.
4: already have
1: that. Yep. So when you open uh, the Google Home app, it should come up when the thermostat has power. You should be able to see that thermostat in the Home app and then add it and then assign it to a room like you would with any other Google Home product. Okay,
4: and it works with two voice what are
1: assist, assist it'll work with google's voice assistant i don't think it'll work with a lady okay well
0: and if you have it on your phone so for example if you have an iphone voiceover should work with it it should work with it keyword being should
4: okay to read the fine print
0: (laughs) yeah exactly or test it out and hopefully it works if it does work the cool thing about it is once you have it on your phone uh, you can adjust your thermostat you know from anywhere so say like you're on a trip and you know you're going to be home you know in five hours you can adjust your thermostat to whatever you want it to be once you get home so it's pretty cool Or if
1: you want, Jane, just go ahead and send it to me and I'll do some testing for you and let you know how it works for me. (laughs) (laughs) Best of luck though. Yeah. Um, and then one last thing to, to mention for you too, Jane, while you're trying to get it set up or if you need any assistance, uh, people often forget about this. The be my eyes application will actually let you call Google accessibility directly. And so they can also help with, uh, uh, setup and configuration of it as well. Just go to specialized assistance and then locate Google. Uh, accessibility. Alrighty, Sheila, who do we have next?
2: Area code 470, ending in 186.
1: You can unmute and tell us who you are, please. Sounds like a look Georgia number. That's uh, Les from Georgia. Hey, hey Les, Les. How you doing?
5: <laughs> doing good. Two things. The lady with the thermostat, if she, uh, it will work with uh, Alexa, because uh, I got a Honeywell, and it works beautiful with Alexa, and on your phone. But she needs to call her AC people to have it installed. Because if you install it wrong, you can burn out your whole system. Yep. So the other thing is on my. 15 p.m. Mini Vision 2. On my Mini Vision 2, I found one setback with it, and they're working on correcting it the money reader. For some reason, it has a problem, it will not read money. So they're trying to correct that problem. Other than that, it's an awesome phone.
1: Very good thank I love that. Yeah, yeah. you mentioned the money reader last week, and I said it's a good thing it doesn't read money instead of reads you the wrong denomination. So we appreciate you following up and letting us know about that. I have not reached out to Razz Mobility. I am going to, though, to see if uh, they can either come and talk to us or send me one so I can play with it and see what we can do about uh, sharing more information about that. So thank you, Les, I'm, for
5: coming on. Okay, I have a video that somebody sent me, and he's actually demonstrating the phone. But what I got to do is I got to get your email address so that I can send it to you. Let me get my recorder out.
1: Yep, you get your recorder out, and let me know when you're ready for the email address, and then we'll go ahead and share it with you, and you can record that and uh, go from there. Give me your first name and then the email address. Perfect. So, Les, you'll send, that to, you'll send that to Michael, and my email address is going to be unmute, U-N-M-U-T-E, presents at gmail.com.
5: Thank you, sir. I will ship that out to you as soon as possible.
1: Thanks a lot. We appreciate it. Herbie, well, do we wait have... Wait a it? minute. Oh, Go ahead. wait. Got it. Send that to Perfect. Michael. Got All it. Right. Thank thanks you, Mike. Thanks a lot, Les. No Yep, problem. thanks, Les. Herbie, do we have any hands in that clubhouse thing?
6: As a matter of fact, we do. And uh, as soon as uh, she comes up on stage, there we go. Okay. Hello, everyone.
3: Can you hear me now? We can hear you. So this is Mary, by the way, guys. So. Hey, Mary, how you doing? I'm doing well. My question concerns my email. When I receive an email from the church, it comes into my box with not it's from, only that the date, the time, and the size of the email. And when I open it, there is nothing there. And I contacted the church, and they tell me that they send they send this email out in a group. And they they kind of made it sound like it, it's on my end, but yet I receive probably the majority of my emails, which are sent through the through groups. And so I'm wondering. Is it my? Is it something I can do, or is it something the church can do?
0: Well, a couple questions. First of all, what are you on a Windows or a Mac computer, or what are you on?
3: I'm on a Windows computer, Windows and, 10.
0: And you're using Outlook.
3: Yes. Well, Outlook 365.
0: Yeah. So one thing I would look at in your email is make sure that you have remote images loading. Sometimes that's turned off by default. You know, it's kind of a security thing because having remote images turned on could be an issue. It's not typically an issue. Just to warn you, it could be an issue. But if you're only getting a tiny piece of the email and you're not getting the full email, for example, a lot of email lists will send out their email in an email format that's HTML. So basically what that means is they have the information on a server somewhere and it's kind of streaming into your email. And the way for you to see that in the body of your email is to have your HT load images or load HTML images in your email settings turned on so that you'll see you know, all of the um, images in your email, in the body of your email. So that's one thing you could look at. Uh, Michael, you got any other ideas? Um, honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is—is is I find it very
1: weird that you're only receiving the size and the date. Um, if you don't mind me asking, if that's all you're receiving, how do you know that this is a message from the church?
3: Okay, well, I didn't know for the in the beginning, I didn't even open it because I thought it was maybe some kind of spam right. thing or something. Yeah. And but then when I was talking to this church secretary and asking her why I wasn't receiving it, well, then we just, then I discovered that. That email is what she has been sending me because it's the same date and time as that she sends it out in gotcha. the group.
1: What is your email provider? Do you use Gmail?
3: No, I use, um, um, it's Embark Mail or it's, well, CenturyLink is what I use, but I guess they, yeah. Oh.
1: Okay. Yeah, because my other suggestion, and I I don't have as much familiarity with CenturyLink as I do with other email providers, would be to see if the email shows up properly in the web interface of your email provider. Because then that'll tell you if it's an issue with your Outlook configuration or an issue with the um, uh, email message itself.
3: Okay, so he mentioned I need to have remote Images turned on, I believe. So, where do I find that?
1: Um, you would find that, uh, Ch-ch-ch quick second and i will do a quick search and let you know how to enable remote images it looks like yeah microsoft outlook is configured by default to to, uh block automatic picture downloads so by default it is configured for that so what i what i would do is uh, and i'll give you these directions but one thing you can also do is um go and and all what i would do honestly is you can go in in, to your options and uh enable this feature they are disabled for a reason because uh it can prevent people from tracking whether or not you open email messages and other things um so what you can do is if you choose the info option after you open the message Um, And then there's an option that says download pictures, flags, and reminders. And if you choose that option, then it will uh, make sure to do it in future from that specific sender. However, are you a JAWS user by chance? I am. Okay, so you have two other solutions that may be worth exploring as well. Firstly, uh, I would reach out to the Microsoft Answer Desk, and you can get to them by uh, going to aka.ms slash dad so aka dot ms slash dad And that'll get you to the Microsoft Answer Desk. And what I would ask them to do is if they can remote into your computer, because they have that ability, and look at one of these messages and see why your screen reader isn't properly reading it in Outlook. And there could simply just be a real quick configuration change that needs to be made in order to get that message to show up. The other solution you have is to contact Vespero directly, since you are a JAWS user, and their support team may also have some additional suggestions. So I would try with those two resources before enabling remote images, just for security reasons. Um, And and as I said, it could just be a quick fix for you as well.
0: One quick tip I'll give you too, if you're concerned about the remote images, what you could do if you are concerned about getting something on your computer is log into your webmail and look at your email in the webmail. That'll present a little bit differently. You can look through your email without actually having the email downloaded onto your computer. If you're concerned about, you know, something getting on there like aware or a virus or anything like that so that's something you could also do
3: okay thank you i i'm going to try these options but again the microsoft answer desk the, so what's the email or
1: yep so their website is aka so remember also known as aka dot ms so aka dot ms slash dad okay stands for thank you Disability very much <laughs> no problem
3: hopefully i'll have an i'll have an answer soon thank you
0: of course Good hopefully luck. that helps and feel free to come on back and let
1: us know
3: okay bye-bye
0: anybody else in clubhouse sorry guys
6: i'm getting um everything all at once here and no there is nobody currently in clubhouse
0: all, all right okay. Sheila. For-
6: cindy
7: you may unmute hello
0: Hi,
7: Cindy. May I ask a question that doesn't have particularly to do with today's topic?
0: Sure. Go for it.
7: Well, I bought a pair of headphones at the Washington State Convention. I bought the Tribit Quiet, uh, what is it? Tribit
1: Quiet Plus Noise Cancellation yes. Headphones. Yes.
7: Yep. And when I got it home, my, the, the, uh, Charger doesn't want to
1: fit. The charger doesn't fit. That is interesting. Um A, because you're the second person to let us know that the charger doesn't fit, which seems very strange. Um, so you're plugging it in on the left side, is that correct? Yeah.
7: I'm plugging
1: okay. it where the USB goes, but the, the USB C and you're plugging in the small end of the cable, yeah. correct? Not the large end? Yeah okay um so two things number one you should have a receipt in your inbox feel free to give us a call at at guys and we can help troubleshoot or send a replacement cable if we need to um because it sounds like there may have been an issue with the cable itself specifically um uh especially if it's not fitting like is it too small or is it too loose
7: it's it's too big. I It won't even go in the thing.
1: Okay. Um, I'm going to go on a quick silent mute and grab mine real quick because I, I wonder, I, th- I may have an actual answer for you. And uh, okay. Marty's going to
0: entertain people
1: for a quick moment while I grab mine real quick.
0: <laughs> All
7: right. Thanks, Michael. No
0: nope. problem. Right. Any other questions in Clubhouse or? At
6: the moment, we do not. I am double checking. Nope. Currently no questions.
1: So my headset is actually unavailable right now. I just realized that it's in the car. Um, so f- send us an email or call us and we'll get you taken care of uh, regarding your headset and we'll get to the bottom of it because I think there's j- I think there's a little cover that's in the place or in place and it's blocking the charger, but we'll, we'll get y'all taken care of. It. Not a problem.
7: Oh, a cover. Okay. I'll look for that too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Look for a cover because I think there might be one that's covering the USB port, but definitely, uh, give us a call or send us an email and uh, we'll help troubleshoot that a little further as well and and what's the um the the best email address is just support at 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 guys.com guys g-u-i-s yep okay yep all right Thank you. Yeah, no problem. We'll, we'll get you to the bottom of it so you can get those charts because that is an amazing headset, especially if you want to cancel out noises of, of kids in the background. Oh. <laughs> so, kids are, are husbands. There, there you go. Yep. See, win-win situation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, no problem. Look forward to your email. Um, Marty, I do wanted to find out. Looks like right now we don't have any hands. So did you have a topic you wanted to bring up at all?
0: I actually did. So this is kind of uh, something interesting that I've noticed that's been going on as a trend in the recent past couple of few weeks. So... If you have apps that you subscribe to, you might wanna go through all your apps and you might wanna look and see if the pricing has gone up. I'm not gonna name names here, but I will say that there has been quite a few apps that are on subscription basis where the pricing is increasing, not necessarily in this moment, but let's say for example, you are currently subscribed and you have six months left out of your one year, or you could be on a monthly plan you might want to take a look and see how much they're inflating the prices because there are some big ones that are inflating prices and you do not want to be surprised with a big extra bill you might want to take a look and see well what's the price of this app that I'm paying now how much is it going up and is that going to continue to be worth it for you to pay that extra money for the cost that it's going up to do you want to look for an alternative do you not want to pay anymore? do you want to pay it depends how important that particular app is I know that there's tons of apps out there that are on subscription basis and there's a few that are ones that you just absolutely cannot give up I have a couple of those that I won't give up. I use them on a daily basis. They're a part of my workflow. So I will probably just pay the extra money because it's uh, not going to be something I'll be able to change too easily. With that being said, and Michael, maybe you can chime in here, Ira's also changing their pricing structure and the plans that they have. And Michael, maybe could shed a little bit of light on that.
1: Oh, yes. Yes. So I have a controversial view on this. People will hate me for it, but I'm okay with that. I am happy Ira is changing their price plans and that they are changing their free plan offer. So if you didn't hear last week, Ira sent out an email on Monday and hold on one sec. I had to sneeze and I didn't want to sneeze in everyone's ear. So if you didn't hear last week on Monday, Ira released a press announcement and it went out to an email, of, uh, email list of all their subscribers that was Saying that legacy plans will be sunsetted. Uh, for clarification, accidentally, ACB members who are on the ACB promotional plan for IRA did receive this message. However, this does not apply to individuals on the ACB NFB CCB RNIB or other uh, community plans. Uh, it does apply to legacy plans, and there's a list of those plans that are uh, th- that you can go to IRA.io select newsroom and get information about. So they they released an email last Monday that said, "Hey, uh, come on the 3rd of July or the 3rd of January, uh, we're going to be talking about some new plans. You'll have till the 16th to make a decision and then the new plan will take effect on the 17th." Um so if you are on one of those community plans that I previously mentioned, uh, your your pricing is locked in through December of 2023, so just be aware of that. The next day, however, Ira released... A second uh, email. And that email said, Hey, just so you know, we're gonna make a change to our free five-minute offer, our five-minute free offer. On Monday, I called a friend of the show and a friend of mine personally, Demosthenes. and I said, Hey, guess what? Ira's gonna probably I, I suspect Ira's going to cancel the five-minute free offer. They did not, they did change it. So instead of you getting five minutes free every 24 hours, you do get five minutes free every 48 8 hours. If you are a non-paying customer. If you are a paying customer, you'll receive 5 minutes free every 12 hours and that 5 minutes will take effect prior to Ira using any of your minutes that you may already have or your plan minutes. Now, I do need to give a full transparency disclaimer. I do have free minutes with Ira because I did take advantage of the Blind Shell Classic to promotion when Ira, Ira was released on that device. So, um,. I've been paying Ira for minutes on the $20 plan that I'm not even using because I'm using the free minutes that are available. So that's the big change. If you are a paying customer and you're not on a network plan, so uh, the ACB plan or the NFB plan, uh, keeping an ear out on your email. As in January, they'll be releasing more information about the plans that will be available starting January 17th. Uh, and I'll call out the company you're talking about, Marty. Flexibits has increased the price of their subscription, and and I'm glad Marty brought this to my attention. I'm on a family plan with someone right now, Uh, but if you are a Fantastical or Cardhop user or you're paying for that premium, uh, take a look. And then the other company that has recently increased pricing is apple uh their apple one service went from 29 us to 31 us uh, actually i think it's 3199 us plus tax so it was a slight increase on a monthly basis and i don't have the pricing for annual on that i missed
7: the first that. app that went up what was Flexi- the first
1: one Flexibits bits fantastic how uh, which is a natural language input tool that you can quickly use to add events to your calendar
0: yeah so it gives you when you open it up basically it Gives you a blank box and you can either type out you know unmute tuesdays at 1 p.m eastern or you could dictate that same thing and when you hit the add button it knows automatically where to put all the information in the app and it just sets it all up for you oh in apple you,
7: for your calendar
0: yep yeah Yep. yep
7: and yep. how much and they raised it from what to what do we know
1: i think it was 39 to 49 correct marty yeah that's correct a per year, year? Yeah, yeah, per year.
7: Yeah, that's a that's a that's a whacking big increase. Okay, well, you can, you get, um,
0: and and you get two apps actually with that. So the thing about it is that you get the Fantastic Al Calendar app. You also get an address uh, app that's like an address book or contacts. Okay, and it's all yeah. works with Voiceover and it works across all the platforms. Yeah. So if you pay so the. Excuse me,
6: interrupt. We actually do have a raised hand here over on the Clubhouse side.
0: Um, okay give me one sec just i wanted to say you can get it across all the platforms so mac iphone ipad all the places in that one price structure so mm, it does sync across mm, all the platforms and you can use it on all the platforms mm, so thank you sorry I'll, I'll go all right herbie go for it diane hey diane how you doing
8: yeah hi i just i just came in um so i'm glad you guys were still going when i got home from our lunch date here anyway um, I had something happen last night that was a little bit concerning to me. I wanted, well, I saw this in the, uh, you know, the Apple. They're, um, they're looking for people to vote for their, uh, I think it's called Golden Apple Awards or something. And so I wanted to get a look at the app called um, Menus for All which was one of the ones that was up for, um, you know, up for this uh, award. And yeah, so actually, I- uh,
0: There's actually, uh, in the past couple of days, Blind Abilities uh, had a whole interview with the developers of that app. So I would definitely go check that out. It was about 30 minutes with tons of information. It was great. So I would definitely go check that yeah. out. You'll get all the info well, there.
8: Well, I just went into the app and I wanted to get the 14 day free trial. Right. And I thought I had clicked on that, But, you know, it didn't say that anything was selected or anything. And so uh, I hit continue and it wound up signing me up for a whole year. And I definitely did not want a whole year you know, at this point without seeing it and using it first. So
0: sometimes um, what they do is they do sign you up. But if you use it within that first 14 days and you uh, decide you don't like it and you abandon the app before the 14 day deadline, it won't charge you. You might want to read the fine print or you could also email a developer and just ask, hey, this is what happened. Uh, Is this correct? What will happen? and just to make sure that you have all your ducks in a row. Yeah, I
8: didn't. I I didn't see anything. I, in fact, I I thought they said that you couldn't. That you had to cancel like two days before the uh, subscription renewed. Uh, I did see that. But why would they sign me up for a whole year? I mean, if they were going to do that, why wouldn't it be a month? But anyway, I wound up calling Apple and getting my money back because I was ticked and. Uh, I may or may not try it again, although it looks like a good app.
0: I I would find the website and email the developer. You'll get some better answers to your questions there, and maybe it was a miscommunication or something like that. That's always a good way to go.
8: Yeah. Yeah, they they, they need to do something to make it obvious what you're signing up for, and I didn't think they had done that. so. So yeah, so I
1: will. I signed up for menus for all, and and I'm confused why you even had to sign up because when I uh, opened the app, it didn't even ask me to sign up. So, um, it, it just gave me the 14 day trial without having to do anything. So hope, yeah, as Marty said, I would reach out to the app developer and ask them if they have any suggestions for you. Um, I I was not impressed with the app because uh, they had no restaurants in my area, so that wasn't fun. <laughs>
8: yeah, and a lot of the restaurants do seem to be chains, and that was one yeah. of the things I was looking for. Good. Um good. You know, but they do have they did have a couple local ones, but you know, I I don't know how many they had. So that was one of the things I was going to be looking at.
0: And they are an indie developer. Uh, it's going to take them a while to get more restaurants, and definitely probably restaurants that are off the beaten path type restaurants. Not you know the big chains will be the ones that go first, yeah. but uh, give them some time. I bet a lot of uh, a lot of the restaurants will be added over time. So they're a small uh, independent developer company. So. Um, Yeah, give them time. I would email them. Go
1: to their website and email them. And something to be aware of that people forget about, and I forgot about this. I was talking to... My wife I think is who I was talking to and uh, Apple Maps in some instances if you use Apple Maps and you uh, look up a restaurant it will often have the menu in Apple Maps or Google Maps it's also available as well too so uh, play with that a little bit as well
8: yeah I wonder where they I wonder where they get their uh, menus from because they even now they have an awful lot of them so
1: yeah yeah there's 5,000 in the US and 2500 in Canada right now.
8: Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. Thank you. Good luck. Let us thank know how you. it goes. Okay. <laughs> Sheila, it looks like we got someone else. Yes. Yeah. Les, go ahead. it going. Listen.
7: Yeah,
0: there you go. Okay.
5: a uh, quick question. You know the listserv you get every day from ACB to tell you what what's on all day long,
0: uh-huh. the email the of uh events all day in the community you're talking about? Yes. Okay,
5: And they they usually ship it out between 9.30 and 10.30 at night. Since last month, and it's driving me crazy, every time I get an email from them, it goes to junk mail or spam. I have to open up junk mail, bring it back. I've called Comcast. Comcast says, nope, there's nothing wrong here. I called Microsoft. They said, oh, no, it's the people that are shipping it to you. That's causing the problem. I called Cindy. I talked to Cindy. She said that their people went over it and never found a problem. I don't understand why...
1: Yep, it's a Comcast issue. Les, and and if your email address is at Comcast, it is a Comcast issue. They can tell you it's not their problem, but they're the ones that are filing that into spam. What you need to ask Comcast is how can I mark a message? How can I mark a sender as a safe sender? That way, the messages are always put in my inbox. But Comcast is who sorts out those emails, and if they think that it looks like spam, and and I understand why they put it in spam because there is a lot of links in the email. So um, it, it's the intention is is hey let's protect less from being a from being fished or getting spam messages. But what they need to do is tell you how you can make it how you can add the uh, community at ACB.org as a safe sender. One thing you could try less is to add the email address community at acb.org to your address book in your uh, email provider and that may prevent it from going to spam as well. oh okay yep so hopefully that helps a little bit and let us know if you have any other questions about it because it is email is a very complicated beast even though it's been around for years uh you know everyone says it's someone else's problem
0: i will say another thing less is if you do have webmail you might be able to go actually into your webmail and you might be able to make a rule in your webmail that says always put this you can put the ending you know at Whatever the ending is, and tell it to go to your inbox. That might be another thing that you might be able to do as well.
5: I did that. I went to uh, what is it? Uh, Shift F six. I went into uh, draft junk. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, I'm that- talking about
0: open up a web browser and go into your webmail for your email address and see if they allow you to make rules inside the webmail, and you can make a rule that says for that ending, you know, at and then whatever the rest of the email is to always go into your inbox. Then every time it hits your computer or hits, you know, your email, it'll go, oh, this is supposed to go into the inbox. That might help. That's something you might be able to do is make a rule in the webmail There should be rules that you can create to to tell certain emails to do certain things. So that might be a way to get around it as well.
5: Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, no problem. And I want to follow up with a message that was
1: posted in the chat real quick. Uh, Herbie did try out the menus for all app. And he said that the, uh, when you go and you look at the subscriptions, the 14 day trial is next to the one year trial. So you'll want to make sure that you select the 14 day or not one year trial, but one year charge. So you want to make sure that you select the trial option and not the annual uh, billing option. So thank you, Herbie. Appreciate that. Um, I'm not seeing any hands in zoom. Do we have any hands in clubhouse by chance, Herbie?
6: We do not. And basically, so what I was saying is it does not like you can subscribe month and get the 14 day free trial it has to be the yearly description from what I'm lo- seeing on the app just by gotcha. looking at it so. gotcha
1: yeah yeah just read definitely read and pay uh, close attention because that can that can get people for sure yeah. Um, I have recently been playing with an app on the Mac that has has been very helpful. Um, It is a tool made by the developers who make a tool called Downy. So for those who don't know what Downy is, you can drop a a link to a video. It doesn't necessarily have to be on YouTube. And it can download that video to your MacBook or your Mac or whatever Mac you're using. Um, It can also convert the video to audio if you would like as well. It is not available on Windows. and. And some users use another tool called Ponzi Media Download, I think is the name of it. Um, But the same developer, Charlie, makes another app that can either be connected to Downey or used uh, independently, and it's called Permute. And what Permute will let you do is it will let you convert pretty much any file format to another file format. So for example, uh, I can use the um, the Permute app and drop an MP3, or I guess a better example would be drop a WAV file on the Permute application, and this will take that WAV file and compress it down to an MP3 file, and you can set up some presets to automatically make that happen. And the nice thing about it is is it takes a, a couple of seconds to do it. It's not a long process. In addition, one thing that Permute offers you is the ability to take video, or to take MP3 or any other audio format, and a JPEG or uh, image, and then click the Combine button, and it will combine the image and the audio and give you a video that you can upload to different sources. Uh, so last week I asked if anyone, uh, last week on the Tech Power Hour call, I asked if anyone had any suggestions for making this happen quickly on the Mac, and it looks like Permute's going to be the solution. Now, you can buy Permute independently, or you can use a tool that I use called Setapp, S-E-T-A-P-P. If you want more information about that, send us an email to unmutepresents at gmail.com. And Setapp gives you over 200 different applications that you can you can try out for $10 a month, um, and you get full access to those applications as long as you continue to pay. Again, only available on the Mac. They do have an iPhone version. I have not played with that one as well, but both Permute and Setapp set app are, uh, are both permute and downy are available in the set bundle of applications one so thing was, about was,
0: set up, oh go ahead and finish your th- I was just
1: going to say so I just wanted to share that that tool that permute tool with people because it, it can help you with any sort of conversions that you need to do on your Mac and it's very accessible And the app uh, developer is I, ha- I was having an issue because my image that I was converting for a new podcast I'm launching next month was too high quality and uh, he He told me what I needed to do to fix it, and he said it'll be fixed in the next update so the app can process that image as well. So go ahead, Marty.
0: One thing about Setup I wanted to let everyone know about is uh, it does have a monthly fee, and they are located out of the country. So a lot of times, well, not a lot, but sometimes there may be an issue with your credit card or debit card if you're trying to do a payment that way. alternative payment would be to use Apple Pay, which Michael let me know about. Just recently, we were trying to figure out a different workaround because there were some problems with uh, people using their cards due to them being out of the country. So if that's something that you're interested in, they do have a free trial. And if you want to keep going with it and you have Apple Pay, that might be a good payment option. And it looks like we have a hand. So Sheila?
3: Mm -hmm. Chanel?
0: Hey, Chanel. Yes.
3: Hello.
8: So, does that two things? A question, a comment. Does that Permute app just work with audio and video only, or does it convert other form like nope. different documents to other document types? It'll convert
1: different documents to other document types, images to different image types. So uh, you can take a PDF oh. and convert it to TXT and and vice versa as well. So
8: if you have a uh, JPEG and need to convert it to a PDF yep. image, okay. And my other comment. Uh, so one thing that Herbie has done, and I've actually learned is you can open a keynote presentation on Mac and just paste your audio in there and then save it as a movie, mm-hmm. iPhone movie. And then you have a video you can paste to YouTube or wherever.
1: Yep, that's that's actually the first one that I tried. Uh, and that, that works well too. That is uh, awesome to do. You want to paste your audio and then probably an image as well. That way there's a visual aspect of it too. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, I wouldn't know resources. what
8: image to paste. But yeah, I just do, we've just done it blank and then it's just, Ah. yeah,
1: whatever, but sweet. And then another tool that I mentioned, uh, last Thursday was tunes to tube and that lets you upload both an audio and a, uh, visual asset, an image of of some sort. And then you connect it to your YouTube channel and then it will push the video directly to YouTube for you as well. Oh, nice. Cool. Cool. Uh, appreciate that. One last thing I wanted to mention about Set App: If you are interested in trying it out, again, only available on the Mac and iOS, uh, I have a referral link that I can give people that'll get you your second month free. So saves you 10 bucks. Uh, and Set App will also accept PayPal if you are interested in uh, getting it with PayPal. Herbie, do we have any hands in Clubhouse? We currently do not. Okay. Well, uh, Marty, do you have something to uh, share with us? for the next five minutes or so to wrap it up? Yeah, you've got about 10 minutes, guys.
0: All right, thank you. Uh-huh. So... Uh I saw recently that Apple's updating some of their apps, one of them being music app. And due to popular demand, they're adding lyrics back into the Apple music app. I'm not sure how many people here use Apple music app, but if you're into using the lyrics and, you know, being able to see all of the words in any particular song, that is something they're going to be adding back. Now, my question is, I don't use Apple Music. I wonder, Michael, and maybe you know this, did they at least make it accessible?
1: Well, first of all, I didn't even know they were not there because I was just using it the other day to look at lyrics from Dark Side of the Moon uh, from Pink Floyd. So uh, very interesting lyrics too. But yes, they are fully accessible. You are able to read through them line by line and uh, you can go through and see those lyrics as well right there. Uh, on the now playing
0: screen cool that's right because you're a
1: spotify user aren't you marty
0: I am a Spotify user yeah, how do you like that I like it a lot actually
1: what 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 about Spotify keeps you there
0: um, well so one thing is they make sure that they keep it updated all the time basically it's their only app so they're always working on it they're always uh, doing fixes if something's not working they fix it pretty quickly so I appreciate that it works really good with voiceover easy to navigate uh, and you have a ton of options um, I actually have had Spotify since the beginning. So the biggest thing for me is I'm invested in it and I don't really feel like going to a different service and starting all over from scratch again. You know, I got a bunch of different playlists and things I've downloaded. So just the fact of going to something new and starting over from scratch sounds daunting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now my true question for you, because my answer is absolutely not. Do you use podcasts in Spotify?
0: No, only music. I use Overcast for uh, all my podcasts.
1: Uh, Herbie posted in the chat to experience Apple Music with Dolby Atmos and uh, I have not, well, maybe I have, I don't know. I use AirPods and I don't think they have Dolby Atmos. Do they, Herbie? I'm going to pick on you and ask you. Which AirPods do you have? The pro ones. I got the pro twos actually.
6: Yep. They do have them. Make sure the setting is enabled in the music setting and look for tracks that are encoded in the Dolby Atmos format. Um, Pentatonix Christmas albums are great examples of that. Uh, for instance, and believe me, you'll never want (laughs) to hear music in flat mode again.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I just picked up uh, the AirPod Pro's the new ones, the twos, and uh, it was a pretty significant update in the sense of the details. Uh, the buds themselves aren't really that much different. Uh, I will say I've noticed that the battery does last a lot longer. Um, also, the case is really like the big update. I would say the case now has a speaker built in, so uh, when you put a bud back into the case, it actually makes a little sound, letting you know that it's back in there and that. It's charging, it uh, has this little hook on there. So if you want to hook a lanyard string to it, you could and put them around your neck or hook it to a backpack or whatever. I'm not sure I would totally trust that because I feel that if the case ever popped open and the earbud popped out, that could be an issue and I wouldn't want to lose them. So I'm not sure I would do that. I'd rather put them inside my backpack or <laughs> inside a pocket, something like that, so that I don't lose my buds. But yeah, they sound good. They start out very flat. So, something I learned is whatever music app you're using, you need to actually go into either, you know, Spotify or into Apple Music and pick and adjust whatever. Kind of equalized sound you like. So, you know, if you like a lot of bass or if you like classic or rock or hip hop, whatever it is, you go into the app that you're using, you pick the quality that you want to have it on. If you're going to pick high quality, make sure you check your data so that you're not, you know, using more data. Because the files that you're listening to are going to be larger, but overall they're good. I like them. They sound good. The battery lasts a lot longer, so I would say, yeah, it was a good upgrade.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm still not buying any. I got kids, Marty, so I gotta. I gotta deal with Christmas first. But maybe after <laughs> after Christmas, I will get some. Uh, but I, you, 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 and my wife got some back in October, and the two of you have kind of almost convinced me that this is the next upgrade I need to make. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and start uh, wrapping things up by reminding you to search out Unmute Presents in your favorite podcast app so you can get some of the additional content that will be starting to come out uh, this Friday, actually, an episode that Marty and I have recorded will be out and live. And then uh, next Friday, we'll have some more short form content and we'll switch out back and forth between that. And we'll talk about what content is coming up on our Tuesday calls. Tuesday calls, I've gotten a system set up, so I'm publishing uh, consistently within about 45 minutes of the call closing up. So if you heard something on today's call, you want to go listen to it, you can feel free to subscribe to Unmute Presents in your favorite podcast app. And with that, Marty will give you the contact information, and everyone have a beautiful week. Can
6: I yeah. just really quickly mention that also for those of you in Clubhouse, I have pinned the link to their website so you can go check it out.
0: Thank you. All Herbie. right. Thanks, Herbie. So one last thing, uh, we want to let you know that starting next week is going to be the education series. We're starting out with uh, learning how to use the camera and taking photos. We're going into holiday season, so we think it might be a good opportunity for people to maybe take you know photos with family friends around the holiday season. You know, so that's going to go on for a few weeks, probably three to four weeks, uh, every other week starting next week. So just as a reminder. We we will be doing this regular Tuesday that we normally do, answering your questions, talking about tech and all that good stuff. And on the off weeks, we'll be doing education, starting with photo and photography, uh, which is starting next week. If you have anything that you suggest you might want to learn, something added to the education series, or if you have questions, comments, anything like that, you can email us at unmute presents at gmail.com and everyone stay safe and we'll see you here next week. And thanks a lot to our hosts and uh, everyone have a great week. Thank you.